fall. Lay back, it's all been done before. And if you could only let it be, you would see. I like you the way you are when we're driving in your car and you're talking to me one on one. But you become somebody else around everyone else. You're watching your back like you can't relax. You're trying to be cool. You look like a fool to me. Tell me why do you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated. Life's like this. You fall and you crawl and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into. Honestly, you promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it. No, no, no. Hi guys, who on earth has an intro song that runs for about one minute and one a minute and thirteen seconds? Like it's like too much, you know. Mer fucking Colasso, I believe, is the only podcast, uh, a podcaster who has such a long uh, intro song. So let's be different, you know. Let's keep it. What's it? Uh, how are you guys doing? This is Mer Colasso bringing my next episode to you. It's fun. Uh, it's kind of uh, fun bringing this because this is something kind of different that I really do from my from my routine. So it's really exciting. Besides that, of course, the pandemic, the quarantines, and the uh, social distancing and the mask and uh, and stuff like that is still on. Uh, maybe we'll uh, get good riddance of it very soon. Uh, thank goodness for a vaccine that is out uh, uh, showing about 95 to 97% effectiveness, which is great. It's like hope, you know, finally, you know, hope. Um, right, so it's exactly 5.45 p.m. this uh this Monday evening, it's a Monday today, it's Monday, it's a Monday evening today. And uh, yes, um, like I'm, I'm just thinking like, you know, I'm just a nobody, right? So why do I need to do a weekly episode? Let's make it a bi-weekly, like or after a, after a 10 day kind of episode, you know, like after every 10 days, like I could do an episode. So for a month, in a month, I'll have like about three episodes. And that's what I'm thinking now. Uh, because I'm just a nobody, man. Like, do I really need to do a weekly episode? Like, really? Not really. Anyway, um, I hope you all are doing well because, uh, and I really mean when I ask that because, uh, I just, you know, who cares, you know? Uh, uh, like, you know, asking someone about it every day. But today, I mean, these days, uh, amidst the pandemic, I think uh, each day is a very unique day, you know, it can, um, uh, there is a need to protect yourself every single day. So it's worth asking, you know, how are you doing? You know, that's important. Um, so uh, it's like, uh, I love the news, like I love the news about aliens, you know, existing, uh, this whole thing about the Galactic Federation, like, you know, uh, Earth. Okay, planet Earth or um, uh, the world that we live in uh, has the United Nations. Now, it seems uh, there is a galactic federation, which is, uh, where, uh, which is controlled by aliens, like not the aliens, like human being aliens or foreigners, you know. 
I'm talking about real aliens. Those, uh, I, uh, I got the, you know, those robotic aliens that we see in movies, Star Wars and all that. Like literally, there are aliens, and it's it's not a movie, it's not fiction, it's reality. And that too, who said it is? It seems these aliens reach out, reached out to Israeli and uh, the American uh, American leadership. Like I believe uh, there's this retired Israeli officer who's a current professor at some big time university, you know, in Israel, uh, who has. And this guy, you know, he kind of, he led, he's a retired, of course, he's retired now, he's 81 years old. So, uh, and um, he's at, uh, uh, he led the Defense Ministry Space Directorate for about like 30 years. And he co-founded Israeli, uh, the Space Agency, and uh, done a lot of research work on space. Um, And uh, so this guy, he says that uh, Israel and the United States have been dealing with aliens for years. It's not like it's like it's not like news that happened like yesterday. You know, it's something that has been uh, they they in touch with uh, these two nations. I don't know why. Like, wh- what is uh, why did they select the United States and why did these aliens select Israel? I don't really understand. You know, uh, but uh, it seems uh, they reached out to them and. Uh, President uh, Trump was actually about to, as per, as per the retired Israeli officer, um, him, Professor Haim, he says that President Trump was about to, you know, kind of let the world know that aliens exist, like they are spacecrafts and they, they are, those people are out there for real, you know, Um so they were about to inform us, uh, President Trump was about to let the world know, but the alien said no. Don't do it. Like told him, don't do it. Hey, man, don't do it. Because the human race is not, humanity is actually not ready for aliens. And I would say I'm ready for aliens. Like after this pandemic, tell me, who on earth is not ready for aliens? You know, we've gotten so much of bullshit already. Like, and it's still on. Maybe um, till everything is like settled down, it's going to be like almost half of next year, I believe. So if we've gone through so much of bullshit already, you know, why won't we be ready? So I would love the aliens to come, you know, and uh, and see them kind of, do they really look like the way we picturize them in all these uh, science fiction movies, like literally? Uh, uh, so uh, just like the United Nations, they have their own galactic federation. That's what they call their federation, which is like, wow, man. It's a little too much, you know, and these guys, it seems uh, the United Nations, the U- not the United, the United Nations is not aware of this. So the United States, Israel, Israel, these officers there and the aliens have actually signed a number of agreements, you know, um, um, to research the fabric of the universe. So the main goal is you experiment on humans like you and me. Okay, use us as guinea pigs to understand the fabric of the universe and to understand the true nature of reality. So these are the two goals that the aliens want to, the Galactic Federation uh, wants to experiment and they want to use humans as uh, this specimen. So I'm like, hey man, come on, come on down. Like we are ready, you know, we are already ready to kind of... uh, 
uh, to kind of uh, live together, you know, for all you care. Like we could have a we could have a galactic space or aircraft or something like a space. Uh, what do you call it? That saucer thing, you know, flying between the universe and Earth. Why not? You know, the airline industry, which is doing so badly now because there are no flights and because of the pandemic, there's, there's going to be a boom. You know, they'll not only make Boeings, but they'll now make spacecraft. So we're giving them jobs, you know. Why not? Um, and it seems, uh, and it seems like, I don't know how, I don't know what this Professor Haim is really saying. He's 81. He's he's 81. You know, that's the only thing that I'm thinking about. But anyways, so this guy, he says that um, there's a secret underground base on Mars where there'll be American and alien representatives out there. Now, I don't know what they national, what do aliens have a nationality? Do they have, do they follow religion? You know, like we do on planet Earth? No idea. Like literally no idea, but I'm ready for them. I'm really ready for them. Like it reminds me of my, you know, my last episode where I talked about quantum state. Like, you know, the Schrodinger's, uh, the Schrodinger's cat experiment, thought experiment that we are talking about, you know, which is really spooky. Where Schrodinger, he says that there's a cat in the box with a radioactive substance and poison. There's a probability that the, the radioactive substance, you know, uh, would uh would leak and uh poison the cat or there's a, there's a there's there's a chance that it might not leak and might save the cat but the cat is in a box so no one knows whether the cat is alive or dead so as per the experiment the cat is alive and dead as per the con- in a quantum state and superposition so it's same like um it's same like uh, you know these aliens so, so as long as as long as subatomic particles they they are in a quantum state like a superposition of being uh of being dead or alive or being uh, blue or green blue and green dead and alive whether they are uh particles and waves it's fine as long as it's at the subatomic level but the minute it, it you know if aliens say you know after their research they say the reality of life is that even human beings can uh do have a comp- quantum state and they can they can have a superposition then the whole thing becomes spooky it becomes crazy it becomes alien bullshit that's what i was talking about in my last episode and hey man these aliens are here already you know and i'm ready for them like hey man you know i, I laughed about them i made a little fun last time but hey man i'm ready for aliens now like literally I'm ready for aliens. <laughs> I'm ready for aliens. Let them come. Let them take. Let them experiment. I'm ready to be their uh, their uh, specimen if they want to kind of test. You know, like I'm ready for them. I don't know why they why aliens feel that you, the you, humanity is not ready for them. So hey, Professor Haim and hey, President Trump, don't wait. Just let us know. You know, give give them a go ahead. Let's have them on planet Earth. They don't need to hide away from us, right? The only problem is, hey man, Bigfoot has been has been in the news for so long. He's been longer in the news than aliens. Aliens have always been in star movies and fiction movies. But Bigfoot has been there for so long. So let's find Bigfoot first. Like, you know, as a respect in, in the form of a respect, like 
uh, being respectful to him, find him, and then uh, bring on the aliens, you know, together, and then we live happily ever after. That's all that I'm saying, you know. So this reminds me, uh, since we're talking about aliens and this alien uh, kind of stuff, you know, this reminds me of this uh, of this uh, comedy bit uh, by Eddie Griffin. Now he's a comedian. He talks about aliens and uh, and stuff like that. So let's listen to this bit and then we'll talk about it after this. Because he was like, I don't know when this happened. It was like in the 90s or 2000s. This, uh, this particular special was shot by comedian Eddie Griffin. And he's so kind of uh, confidently, you know, says that aliens do exist, you know. So let's listen to it and then maybe we talk about it after... This is done. Here it, here it is. Eddie Griffin. <sighs> Shit. How many of y'all believe in aliens? I think there's some aliens for real. How many of y'all believe? Yeah. Smart motherfuckers. The rest of y'all arrogant as motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you got to be out your fucking mind to think we the only shit in the universe. You know what I'm saying? You look at all the diverse life on this one planet. Birds, snakes, alligators, lions, tigers, and bears. Oh, my! I mean, look at the diversity just amongst human beings. You know what I'm saying? Like, God gonna create all this life here and then just say, all right, everything else will be lights. Light it up for him at night. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, some motherfucking aliens out here. Reason they don't come here, bad news travel fast. We known throughout the universe as the fucked up planet. That's why motherfuckers say they seen a UFO. They don't say it landed, came in the house, or cooked it dinner. You know what I'm saying? Them motherfuckers ain't landing. <laughs> shit, they be on the spaceship, man. This is probably just the fucked up planet tour. They get a little pamphlet and shit. Cost 500 kugels to come to this motherfucker. <laughs> motherfuckers sitting on the spaceship looking out the window. Hey, come on, let's go down there. Let's mess with them. What did they shut the fuck up? They fight over black and white. We purple. What the fuck you think they gonna do to us? <laughs> now look your ass out the window. Let's go. <laughs> that was a great bit. Now, the thing is, Eddie Griffin really makes sense, you know. It's not that humanity is not ready for aliens. Aliens actually don't want to really come on planet Earth, you know. Because we're fighting shitty stuff here, you know. We, we're, we're fighting to be isolationist, like isolate the entire nation from the rest of the world or there's too much of kind of, you know, uh, craziness behind race and inequality and uh, you know there's so much of uh, there's so much of division and whatever you know so actually the aliens don't want to come because they can't this is like what what are we doing like you know we are a fucked up planet that he says perfect <laughs> so the reasoning why the aliens are not coming on earth is not because humanity is not ready and they feel that humanity is not ready they're not ready to come here because they know that we live in a fucked up planet. Literally. Oh, I love that Eddie bit. I love Eddie Griffin, man. I really love that guy. I mean, he's so like, you know, real and so raw and so wild and uh but makes sense, right? And the best part is, you know, this pandemic has really showed us how global we are as a world. We've kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, whether it comes to um, 
the vaccine which was created it's a global project it was not created in one nation it was a global project uh so looking at how global we are and how tight knit we are as a world you know just goes to show that there's no way that some an isolationism uh technique of just you know isolating yourself from the rest of the world would really work like for instance brexit brexit was always uh uh in and the united you and the european union were always together you know suddenly in 2016 you know there was a referendum which asked people uh of uh of the united kingdom whether they want to stay in the eu the european union or they want to go out of the european union and in 2016 they all said 58% i believe uh, 58% of the population said that they 52% voted in favor of leaving the eu and 48% po- voted uh, to kind of remain as a member of the eu now based that was like 4 years back and in 4 years there's a new presidential uh, term you know election uh, in the united states in 5 years almost 5 years uh, there's a new uh, there's a new prime minister term b- before uh, you know had a new election that is held in the united kingdom there's a new election that is held within 5 years in india as well so Uh, a referendum that was held in 2016 has not been executed yet like brexit has not happened the united kingdom has still not moved out from the european union so since it's almost been 4 years and we've had this pandemic now like what i think is that if there's another referendum which should make sense you know since an election is held after every 4 years 4 to 5 years you know i think it makes sense because things change within those 4 years you know people think differently they, there are a number of nations who have changed in government in 4 to 5 years so a referendum a brexit rec- referendum that was held in 2016 can change you know, in 2020 so how, all i'm trying to say is since they have not made a deal yet since the united kingdom and the european union have still not made a deal they've not closed the deal yet and it seems it's it's it's, it's like it's crazy you know there are a lot of fights there are a lot of disagreements and they say that if it still doesn't happen by december of this year you know they will still continue continue to negotiate next year which i think is a complete waste of time because i think brexit is never going to happen and you never know you know the pandemic has happened so people have different views so all i want to tell the united kingdom you know these officials the leaderships there who are so confused and they're so they don't know what's happening you know leadership the top leadership i think leadership all over the world they themselves don't know how to do things you know and uh, all i want to tell the united kingdom is that hey man it's been 4 years since the past referendum let's have another one ask people today post pandemic during the pandemic whether they still want to whether they don't want to be a member of the united the the european union and i'm sure they're going to say that's what i feel my gut says that they're going to vote to remain as a member rather than you know leaving the eu that's what that's my that's what i feel you know i may be wrong because i don't think really you know uh, brexit is a viable op, op, uh, option in a pandemic and a post pandemic work just doesn't make sense so all i'm telling the united kingdom is hey man the last referendum the first referendum was held in 2016 
Have another one because it's almost been f- more than four years now. Have another one and I'm sure you'll have a different result. Because if it's not happening, it's taken you four years to kind of implement, I mean, not even, uh, not even uh, finish negotiations on the deal, on the Brexit deal, then it's never going to happen. It's just a waste of time, you know. So that's what I feel. I don't know. That's what I feel about the Brexit because we live in a too globally integrated world. And if we even think of, you know, kind of being an isolationist, staying away from the rest of the world and saying, first is my country. First, the first country is mine and mine and mine and mine and four and two and whatever. Not going to happen. Not going to work. Hey, it's not going to work, you know. It's not going to work that way. That's all that I'm saying. You know, uh, talking about, uh, talking about, okay, let's, uh, let's change track a little. Talking about uh, the Pfizer and the bio, what is it? The bio and tech vaccine. Hey, man, really promising really inspiring watching so many people out of the, not not the ones who have been tested like in those trials but the ones like out of the trials taking it for the first time like the lady 90 year old lady in the united kingdom and there was this uh, uh there was this uh, critical care uh, prof- uh critical care healthcare professional who took it in the in the united states like watching them take those shots like was so inspiring was like hey man we all can take it you know that's what we need we need that confidence you know to really take because the last time we took a vaccine we were literally kids like i was i don't know i don't even remember taking a vaccine in my life that means i was literally a kid you know my mom was my mom must have carried me carried all of us maybe and taken us to the clinic and we got vaccinated or whatever you know i've just got some marks on my arms which like are indicators that I take up being vaccinated. But hey, man, you know, no one took it as an adult. This is a one in a century kind of uh, thing that has happened. The pandemic is a once in 100 years, you know. So it's the first time that we all are going to take it as adults. And uh, you need that kind of uh, confidence, you know, building. Uh, you need to be inspired to be able to take something new because it's a medicine. It's uh, it's it you know uh, there's a lot of uh, things about side effects and what's going to happen and things like that so it's really inspiring watching those people really take it at the same time you know i know beggars can't be choosers but already have a vaccine in mind when it comes to the brand uh and uh, i don't want to take any other vaccine i know vaccine cannot be beggars can't be choosers but hey man please give me an option let me select the one that i want to take because hey man you know i can't just uh, uh take a vaccine or whatever and thank god it's not given in the bum you know it's like on the arm so that's a good thing you know it it definitely would be less painful for sure so let's see i mean uh it's uh, it, it's a big deal you know pfizer and bio and tech uh that really came out with a vaccine that's about like more than 95% effective and really no side effects. So except for a few uh, people who are developing rashes and stuff like that. But I believe it's only if you have allergies that you develop those uh, side effects. 
So I'm looking forward. Like I would definitely uh, love to get vaccinated, but you need to take two doses. So you need to go back like uh, depending on when they call you. I think it's three weeks or something or two weeks, two to three weeks. You go back. So you'd be on time to take your second dose. But I'm ready. But the best part about, you know, the Pfizer and the BioNTech vaccine is uh, are the inventors of the vaccine. The best part. No one's talking about it. Of course, there's some French media, French media, which is, uh, you know, who are talking about the inventors of this Pfizer BioNTech vaccine. But not everybody's doing it, you know. Uh, now, uh, I hate talking about nationality when I'm praising someone or appreciating someone's hard work. I hate talking about religion when I'm appreciating or kind of uh, saluting someone's heroic work. But I got to do it in this case. I got to do it in this case, looking at the way, you know, race has become such an the, 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 the risk. I mean, the racism that is around us, you know, that we see around us based on the religion that you follow, based on the place you were born or what is your nationality, you know, based on that there's so much racism and inequality and stuff like that. I think I need to and I'm forced to, you know, talk about the nationality and uh, the religion of these two inventors who are married to each other and both these scientists... uh, uh, are actually immigrants uh, and they're Muslims, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, which I would never say, but I need to say it looking at the way, you know, uh, the racism around us and the discrimination. Um, so um, this has been, uh, you know, uh, wherein immigrants have always been kind of said, like, hey, man, immigrants, they're always stealing jobs. They're criminals. They're bad people and showcase, showcasing Muslims as terrorists and the Islamophobia that has been around us and anti-Islam laws. Like, for instance, in India, there was this, uh, uh, you know, there was this, uh, no, you know, I think uh, there was this, uh, there was a citizenship uh, bill that was passed in India, uh, wherein, which was a path to citizenship for minority communities, you know, uh, people persecuted uh, for people who were persecuted uh, and they belong, belong to a minority communities like Hindus, Sikhs, Jains, Parsis and Christians who were allowed to get citizenship, uh, you know, straight uh, uh, Indian citizenship straight as per the citizenship bill. But this bill excludes Muslims. So if you're a Muslim and you want Indian citizenship, you you uh, you know, it's going to be really difficult. You might also get rejected. But if you belong to the other minority groups like Hindu, Sikhs, Jain, Parsis and Christians, you know, you 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 you, you just immediately, you know, get uh, get the Indian citizenship. So that's the citizenship bill, the 2019 Citizenship Amendment Act in India, which was passed against the minority, discriminated against Muslims. Then even the travel ban on five Muslim countries, the Iran, Libya, Somalia, Syria, and Yemen, which was, uh, which, uh, which is implemented in the United States, is again a discriminate, is a, you know, it's discriminating against Muslims. And then even uh, in uh, France, uh, they have this uh, ban on uh, face coverings uh, for Muslim women. You know, women they can't wear uh, any kind of face covering, which is banned uh, in France. So, uh, 
you know, when we talk about this this kind of discrimination, it may I want to make it a point to mention about the religion and the nationality or the immigration status of the inventors of this vaccine. They are Ur Sahin. Now he's uh, he's a scientist uh, uh, who was born in Turkey. He moved with his family as a young kid, just four years old, um, uh, when he immigrated uh, to uh, Turkey, uh, to Germany. He immigrated from Turkey to Germany with his parents. And then today he's a scientist. He, he uh, as an immigrant, he kind of, uh, he's, he developed the vaccine, which is going to save so many lives, which is, which is going to kind of, uh, which gives every, each one of us hope, you know, to fight the pandemic. And then uh, the second scientist is his wife, Azlem Turici. Uh, she is, uh, she also is uh, the daughter of uh, Turkish immigrants who kind of uh, immigrated to, uh, to Germany and both of them together actually opened up. Um, I was just reading their bio and it was so interesting. I just love reading about them. So both of them, you know, uh, Sahin and Uzlem Turechi, uh, both of them actually, uh, uh, you know, kind of opened up, uh, were entrepreneurs who opened up this um, bio, BioNTech in 2008. Now BioNTech is again... Uh, uh, you know, a company uh, which was busy into developing cancer treatments. So both of them actually are owners of BioNTech as a company. And uh, but when this pandemic hit, you know, when it uh, went like in the month of Feb this year, uh, both of them, both the owners of BioNTech, they decided that we need to shift focus from, you know, our cancer tr research and move it towards the coronavirus as soon as they heard about it. Like they just did it like, immediately and that's why the vaccine you know is out like uh, they started the research like immediately after there was this news that this uh, you know the virus is kind of traveling around the globe and it's going to be a pandemic from an epidemic it went to a, became a pandemic so these guys then focused on you know developing the virus they researched and uh, did all their research or whatever and they came up with you know, with a vaccine, which is really workable, it's working, you know, and that's why, that's why, because Pfizer has kind of invested in BioNTech, like in partnership, this vaccine is called a Pfizer BioNTech vaccine, but it's originally, it's originally uh, discovered by two scientists who are based in Germany, and they own this company BioNTech, which is a partnership company to Pfizer. And that's what the truth is, which no one really talks about, you know. And I hate talking about nationality or religion of somebody, but it makes sense here, you know. It is so important. Like, I need to talk about it here because uh, uh, it uh, because of the discrimination, you know, against, um, against uh, based on your religion or based on your nationality where you're born, you know. It really makes sense to really salute these two guys. Uh, for what they did. No one's talking about it. You know, the top leadership doesn't talk about it. Why? You know? So, uh, that's really, that's amazing. I love that, man. I really love that. Uh, the story, you know, the bio of uh, these two scientists. And since we are, talk we are on the topic of discrimination based on religion, nationality, or birthplace, 
like I still don't understand. You know, we all are wearing, we all are wearing kind of masks, right? And uh, we have half of our face literally covered. But in spite of this, and this is a global thing, it's not, a, it's not one nation that is suffering from a pandemic. It's global, right? So we all are wearing masks. And even France has a, uh, France has, will find you in France if you're not wearing a mask. It's a mandate. There's a man, uh, it's mandatory. There's a mandate, a, fast, a face mask wearing mandate in France. If you don't wear a mask, you could be fined like literally, and it's like a huge price that you pay. But in spite of that, where half a face is covered, in spite of that France ban on Muslims, ban on Muslims from wearing burqas or burkinis and other face coverings still is intact. And I don't understand why it still exists, you know. Like this was a ban that was, uh, that was put in 2010, uh, like about 10 years back, you know, where in France, uh, France, uh, they any kind of face covering, which was uh, they said that any kind of face covering was banned because uh, because it was a security risk or there was a social hindrance with uh, within society which relies on facial recognition and expression uh, in communication and it was against French values. So it said that it was against French values. Uh, it was uh, uh, it was citing security risk and it was a social hindrance, you know, uh, for communications. So now what's happened? Like, you know, we're still very, I mean, we all, we all have a face covered, you know. Our, when we talk, our mouths are covered. So, so what about the security risk and social hindrance and uh, uh, facial recognition and French values? What about those values now, you know, when everyone in France is wearing a face mask? So why is that... Uh, Muslim, why still ban Muslims from wearing burqas, burkinis, and other face coverings? It's just hypocrisy, basically. I just don't get it. I may be wrong. I may be wrong in kind of understanding why it's really happening. But hey, man, you know, uh, uh, like it just depends on uh, who's wearing it. So if, if there's a face covering and who's wearing it, if you're, if you're a Muslim, you, you can't wear it. But if you're somebody else, okay, fine, you can wear it, you know. So it just uh, it just depends on the context and who does it. That's discrimination. It's clearly discrimination. I don't understand why Muslims are still banned from wearing uh, face coverings. Just don't get it. My brain kind of, you know, kind kind of comprehend it. It's like, hey, man. What about French values now when everybody's wearing a face mask? I don't get it, man. I don't really get it. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. And it's, it's really, it's really, it's something that I just don't get it. You know? Who's supposed to? We need, we need to tell France about it. Like, hey, man, that's discrimination. But if you only have love for your own race, then you only leave space to discriminate. And to discriminate only generates hate. And when you hate, then you're bound to get irate. Yeah. Whatever happened to values of humanity, whatever happened to fairness and equality, instead of spreading love, you're spreading animosity, lack of understanding, leading us away from unity. That's a song 
That's the song lyrics from the Black Eyed Peas. Where is love? People killing, people dying, children hurt and you'd hear them crying. Can you practice what you preach? And would you turn the other cheek? Father, 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 help us send some guidance from above. Cause people got me, got me questioning. Where is the love? Where is the love? Where is the love? Where is the love? The love, the love. Just got me questioning, you know. If everyone in France is wearing a face mask today, how does the Muslim face covering ban still exist? You know? Father, 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 help us send some guidance from above. Cause people got me, got me questioning. Where is the love? Where is the love? Where is the love? Where is the love? The love, the love. Let's listen to a little bit of the song. I love the song, man. I love the Black Eyed Peas. It's the Black Eyed Peas, Where Is The Love? Let's listen a little bit and I'll be back on the other side. Yeah, here it is. As I'm getting older, your people get older. Most of us only care about money making. Selfishness got us following the wrong direction. Wrong information always shown by the media. Negative images is the main criteria. Infecting the young minds faster than bacteria. Kids wanna act like what they see in the cinema. Whatever happened to the values of humanity? Whatever happened to the fairness and equality? Instead of spreading love, we're spreading animosity. Lack of understanding leading us away from unity. That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling under. That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling down. It's no wonder why sometimes I'm feeling under. Gotta keep my faith alive. Love is found. Where is the love? Where is the love? Where is the love? One love, one word, one word. We only got one word, one word. What's wrong with it? Something's wrong with it. Something's wrong with the world. One word, one word. We only got one word, one word. Love that song, man. That's a beautiful track by the Black Eyed Peas, and it was like sung I don't know how many decades ago. Like you know, it's such a such an old song, but it still makes sense. I don't know why it still makes sense. Of course, we're talking about something's wrong with the world, world, you know. But we have aliens now, uh, so maybe uh, uh, something's wrong with the universe. So maybe that's why the aliens don't want to come here because something's wrong with the world, you know, kind of thing. It's not because we are not ready for them. <laughs> Anyways, I love that song, man. The Black Heart Peas, where is the love? Okay, so this pandemic actually has made me, is making me do stuff that I've never, be, I've never been doing. I don't know, it's like, uh, like literally, like now when I'm watching, I watch a lot of movies, you know, I do a lot of, uh, I watch a lot of movies online 
and i freak out like literally freak out you know when there's a birthday in a movie of some some person and the person is blowing his candles you know uh blowing the candles uh and and like uh has all his uh, like when you blow and you have every, all your saliva and all the dust pa- air particles or your uh, whatever you know all of the cake and then we ate that cake like i keep wondering did we really eat a cake that was blown by somebody like literally this makes you know I, i like literally freak out when that's happening when there's a birthday and someone's blowing his birthday cake hey man you have all your salivary and uh, mucosal gland i mean mucosal secretions on that cake and then we ate that cake post pandemic really made me very thoughtful man and then uh toilet paper still not available at least the brand that i use like the 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 one that i use so i went the i went to the store that i usually go to and i said hey man it's not available so let me just go online i went online to check some toilet paper and i was literally like i've never read reviews i've read review, reviews of a, maybe a face cream or maybe you know some kind of uh, some kind of thing that i'm going to use but i read like i spent like an hour reading reviews of toilet paper because on Amazon because I wanted to kind of buy it online because it was not available at the store so I was on Amazon literally spending an hour reading reviews on toilet paper and I did it guys like literally there there were reviews like reviewers like people like you know saying uh you know one one kind of uh, person who used the brand the 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 toilet paper that I was reading about leaves fuzzy balls on everything you know like it's very fuzzy so like it gave some negative rating and then people have given like five stars to toilet uh, to this toilet paper brand that I was looking at and then it's criticizing the same person is also criticizing the the brand saying that I wanted to give two stars but I gave five stars because I feel bad can you beat it like hey man i'm feeling bad uh, to give a bad review for this toilet paper uh, so i'm giving it a t- uh, i wanted to give it a two star but i'm giving it five star because i'm feeling bad and then there's another person talking about the same toilet paper saying that it's really scented you know and there's another person says hey this tissue paper uh, drag gently across my skin like smooth butter you know there was one toilet paper review i was reading like this reviewer the minute i read this comment like this review saying that the tissue paper dragged gently across my skin like smooth butter the minute i read this review of the toilet paper that is reading about i purchased it i bought it now i'm just waiting for the delivery you know it's maybe it's on its way hey man that's what i'm doing like now if anyone sneezes like hey man get lost you know not god bless you not god bless but get lost so this pandemic you know has changed so many things the way i think about things like hey man don't blow your candles ever you know don't ever blow your candles birthday candles i don't want to see that in any movie and i don't want to see it ever you know kind of thing one la one la what's wrong with it now 
People killing, people dying, children hurt and you hear them crying. Can you practice what you preach? Would you turn the other cheek? Father, 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 help us send some guidance from above. Cause people got me, got me questioning, where is the love? That's a beautiful song, you know, by uh, Black Eyed Peas. It was like decades ago. Uh, and the song name is Where is Love? You need to listen to the entire song. Okay, before I really wind up, I have two questions for the day. McRib is back again. And that's big. It's a big story by McDonald's, you know. So all I want to know is uh, whose ribs are those, uh, is the McRib made up of, you know? Whose ribs? Which animal? Which uh, is it made of? Is it made of ribs at all? Like I have a question, you know? Please write to me. Tell me what it is, what, what really it is made up of. And I also have another question. You know, if you have a solution to it, please let me know. Butter, you know, if you keep butter in the fridge, it becomes unspreadable. You can't spread it on bread or you can't spread it anywhere, but it stays fresh. But if you keep it out, it's smooth. It's like smooth, like butter, you know, it's so, it's spreadable, but it doesn't, but it, doesn't stay fresh so all i want to ask you guys listening to the podcast episode is that hey man just let me know like what do i need to do to have my butter be spreadable and also be fresh at the same time that's what i want to know you know so just let me know you can write to me at just to nobody podcast of gmail.com that's my email address uh, of course, you can DM me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at M-E-A-R-L-C-O-L-A-C-O. Um, and uh, don't forget, I mean, you can always write to me, give me your feedback. Let me know what you think about my episodes. Uh, if there's anything that I didn't say correctly, because, hey, man, I'm just a nobody. I could be wrong, you know, a number of times. Please let me know, you know, if you want to be a, if you want to be a guest on my show, you want to share, contribute or do whatever please write to me at just to nobody podcast at gmail.com and I gotta go man I gotta go but before I go I want to play this uh let's listen to a little bit more of black eyed peas where's love and I'll be on the side uh before I say bye just a second but if you only have love for your own race then you only leave space to discriminate and to discriminate only generates hate and when you hate then you're bound to get irate yeah madness is what you demonstrate and that's exactly how anger works and operates man you gotta have love just to set it straight take control of your mind and meditate let your soul gravitate to the love y'all y'all people dying Practice what you preach and what you turn the other cheek. Father, 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 help us some guidance from above. People got me, got me questioning. Where is the love? Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'm really grateful that you guys really tune in. Thank you so much. Until next time, baby. Bye, 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 bye.